Hello and welcome to Let Me Bore You to Sleep. My name's Jason Newland. Please only listen when you can safely close your eyes. So, hello. Hello. I am recording this from my home in England. Yes, I have returned after many, many, many years searching throughout the universe for that one thing only to realize that it was within, within me the whole time. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. And other spiritual things. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, man. Where do I start? Where do I start? Well, first of all, thank you for still listening to me, even though I haven't been around for a few weeks. Or, I don't know. I, I do, yeah. I didn't make a recording. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. When I made my last, be very my final my most recent recording let's have a look oh yes where is it where is it there it is there it is Uh, 27th of August Uh, number 885 let me bore you to sleep this is a bit echoey I spelled that wrong as well, oh, blimey. Uh, well, I'll leave it as it is. So, that was the last time I made a recording. But, from the looks of it, I did one, two, three, I made four recordings when I was out there. I forgot, I didn't realise I did that. So, yeah, I did one pretty much every day until the 27th. No, I didn't do one on my birthday, 26th. So I did... We don't care, why are you talking about this? Because it's boring. Um... Right, I did one on the 24th, 25th, 27th, and then, what is it, 24th, 25th, 24th, 25th, no, I think I did two in one day, that's it, okay. Well, so I've not done science since the 27th of August, which is kind of the longest period in some time, actually. So what's that? 1, 2, 3, 4, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. 16 days. 
that has got to be not a record because I've gone months in the past without making recordings but you know in recent years it's one of the longest periods without making a recording I would say and you may be thinking well well, how come if you made those recordings when you was out there why did you stop well let me tell you let me tell you um basically so I got out there on Tuesday okay I arrived Tuesday morning at like 7 in the morning or something in Bangkok and on the Sunday well actually on the Friday I started coughing on the Sunday I was in bed with a chest infection self-diagnosed I admit but I had a few chest infections over the years and it fitted the criteria quite sufficiently for my inner doctor to say yes that's what it is um, I checked my temperature and my temperature was fine because every shop has a temperature thing over there like you beep beep I, did they have them here? Yeah, they had them here as well didn't they had them probably everywhere but they've still got them over there and beep beep and I was like yeah 36.4 or whatever I think it went to 37.1 once and that was a particularly hot day so temperature was fine um, I didn't have a fever I was so I didn't feel very well for a few for five days I was in bed uh, pretty much all day every day uh, apart from having to get out of bed go downstairs and get some food uh, I'd eat it outside away from anyone else uh, there was one occasion where it was very, very busy. So I ordered a, a food and I took it upstairs to my room. But outside of that, I, you know, came down and had my breakfast, had my dinner, and that was it. And that's that's all I did for five days. And slept, well, I tried to sleep. Didn't really sleep much. And then after the five days, although I was still coughing, I felt better. You know, I felt... Uh, I didn't feel unwell really as much as I did before but there's something about lying down for long periods of time day in day out that actually in itself makes me feel unwell which is kind of weird because it's one of my favourite things in the whole wide world you hear that? A plane. I've got all the windows wide open. I'm airing out the place. Now, it wasn't as smelly as I thought it would be. And you might think that's a weird statement. Why would your home be smelly? Well, the last two times I've been away, and I've only, well, apart from one, two, three, 
the last three times I've been away I've come back and there's been a weird smell in this place and I was apart from last time the other two times uh, last May last year I was away for about five days came back the place stunk really just a bad smell I didn't I couldn't really figure out where it was coming from and on I don't know when was it March time I went to visit my dad and I stayed in the hotel for well I was there for two days and I felt unwell and I, I had to come home I was I having um yeah, I was on a few little issues back then. This was beginning of the year. Probably March time. And I came back. So I'd only been gone for, I think, two nights. And the place smelled weird. Now, I don't know what it is. I don't know what, you know, I'd open, I'd open, I always leave the windows open on the latch. You know, they're, they're locked, but they're open a little bit. So there's ventilation. And I do that of all the rooms. Uh, and I did that again this time but this time for some reason no smell nothing come in uh, nothing so I don't I don't quite understand if I'm honest uh, why there's I don't see why there's a smell because I don't think I'm particularly smelly as a person. I mean, and I mean, the carpet does need changing. My little boy, he completely ruined the carpet. I mean, you know, there wasn't an inch of the carpet that he has not, or that he didn't affect in some way. He ruined it. But I, I've not helped much myself, probably. So I need a new carpet, and maybe there is the smell from the carpet. But I've cleaned the carpet. I've physically, I've got a carpet cleaner, a machine. So I've cleaned the carpet a few, quite a few times over the years. And but, but this time, I've come three weeks away. Come back, smells fine, I mean like just fresh I don't, I don't understand many things, but I definitely don't understand that unless it I don't know, unless it smells coming from somewhere else, like downstairs and but I don't know how well clearly not come from downstairs this time The thing is, before that, I've not been away because the whole time I had Andre, I couldn't really, well, I could leave him, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave him on his own. And so I didn't, I didn't go anywhere. Not totally true. I, I went to a wedding. Now, I think I stayed out twice. Stayed out twice. I can't remember one once but I remember the other one it was my brother's wedding 
and I was coming back but I ended up getting very very drunk and staying and Andre was fine he 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 made extra mess but you know that's just what he did so I don't know it's very bit strange Anyway, I've got messages. I've got messages. I've also got a dry mouth. I need to drink. That sounds nice, isn't it? I don't mean cotton mouth, just thirsty. I'm still jet lagged from yesterday. What a travel. Man. Wow. Wow. Can you hear the old Herbert's outside? Oh, I got a message here. 11th of September. Happy safe travel. Have safe travels. Thank you for everything from Pawinnie. Oh, thank you. Oh. Um. Let's have a look. What other messages I might have? I did read a couple when I was away. But I'll be honest, I haven't kept quite as much... Not quite as much um, up to date. Oh, Tasha. This is from Tasha. This is uh, sent to me on my website. Jason, I cannot thank you enough. You've helped me through my most toughest times, dealing with anxiety and panic attacks. Just the thought of listening to your episodes starts calming my mind. I've listened to you many nights while I tried to sleep, on airplane rides, in my most terrifying moments. You've been a saviour. Keep doing what you're doing. You're making a big dent in humanity. Forever a listener. Your friend. Oh, he says, from a girl all the way in New York, New York, USA. Your friend, Tasha. Thank you, Tasha. That, that was a um, really lovely message. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'll just see if I've got any others... I don't think I have. I might have had, but new custom message. This is uh, um, yeah, second September. It says, "Hi, Jason. I gifted you last week, but my PayPal address is used is oh, okay." Thank you, um, this is from Kath, Kathleen. Thank you, Kathleen. Um, yeah, I think I missed, I'm sure I mentioned it. Because it was a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? And But I didn't have, I didn't know who it was from. So thank you very much. Uh, I'm not sure if my name shows up. Says, I will send more soon. Do you have an Instagram account? I looked for you but could not find it. You really are awesome. I have a secret but did not want to put it in my review. Okay, I won't read that bit out, okay? Because it's a secret. 
Um, uh, you have helped me so much to get all the no uh, noise to stop and you know over chat and stuff. Thank you so much from Kathleen in Ohio. Thank you, Kathleen. Um, see, I'm getting better at reading these things because in the past I'd have just read out the whole thing and then thought, oh, wait a minute. But yeah, so yeah, f thank you for sharing that and. I didn't read it out. I mean, it's, yeah, it's personal, isn't it? So, I mean, blimey, that is a big bra size. I mean, oops, <laughs> no. So, thank you, uh, thank you for that. I got another message from, is this really the 2nd of September? Blimey, this is from Cat. Again on my website, five gigantic stars, Jason is the sleep whisperer. Oh my goodness, I have nothing but praise to Jason. He has never disappointed on whispering me to sleep. I am out like a light in usually 10 to 20 minutes. I listen strictly to the whisper recordings. I have a health issue. So this is a public message that was posted, so I will read the whole thing out. The last ones were direct messages, if that makes sense, I think. I have a health issue where I need to nap every day. I threw out, I threw out useless sleeping pills when I met Jason. I tried several other sleep hypnosis and none comes even close to Jason. Once in a while, He'll say something quite witty. What did you mean once in a while? Surely more than once in a while. Surely at least every once a month I say something. He's quite witty. Occasionally. Occasionally. <laughs> and instantly I'll giggle. Really nice touch. And I'm, I suppose with the whisper stuff, I... Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit more straight-laced, I guess, when I make those. But I still let the odd little brain fart out. Uh, keep up the great work. I'm getting so addicted, I listen at bedtime sometimes, even though I have no trouble sleeping at night. I like his soothing, comforting voice. His soothing, comforting voice. He is a good addiction. LOL. Well, thank you very much, um, Cat. That's very kind of you. Oh. Um, and I think. What was another message? I'm. This isn't a second as well, really? I can't think. I don't know. I am writing to thank you for the wonderful service. My partner loves your products and couldn't thank you enough, especially with the service we received. She's fond of your business, to be honest. We are hoping we can purchase more once we get back from vacation. By the way, Always love your website. One suggestion, 
try adding more content. I use, this isn't even a real message. I was going to say, I don't sell anything. I'm writing, thank you for your service. We look for, it sounded like a real message, but it's not. It's not a real message at all. Oh, damn it. Um, I, I tell you what I've noticed lately. I've been getting more messages on my website from businesses and stuff like that. Trying to sell stuff. Or trying to get me to put um, guest speakers on. And I don't really know. I mean, I did an interview once with... A couple of, well not in there, did an interview once with one person, which was at Edini, the hypnotist uh, magician on YouTube. Uh, and then I did, I did a recording with, uh, I think a couple of people over the years, but generally it's just moi on my own, on my own. Oh, got a message on the 29th for the 8th. From this is from some little cat. You're awesome. Best sleep whisper ever. Thanks so much for helping me relax and get to sleep, Jason. Your voice is amazing. Keep up all the great work. It might be the same person, but it's a different message. Oh, thank you. Oh, another one. Uh, this is from the 28th of August. Random stuff. That's this is a review. Random stuff is the headline. I, 24th, I absolutely love how you talk about the most random stuff during your podcasts. I think you need to change the title because it's not at all boring. Peace from the US. And I don't know who that's from. Oh, JD. So I'm not sure who JD is, but thank you very much. They can of you. That was a review left on my website. Um, uh, looks like that is everything. Ain't nothing left. Ain't nothing left. There must be something left. No, there's nothing left. Um. Yeah, that's all of the messages, which is fine. Yeah, because I would have read out any of the others before I left, if they were that, that far back. Oh, okay then. So, the other stuff, like I've received a, a, a voice... Someone phoned me up. I don't know who they are. Oh. That was yesterday. All my troubles seem so far away. Oh, you know what I did? So, I went and got myself a crying, walking, leaving, talking, living doll. So, I went and got myself, while I was away, I ordered some new cables. Now I did this before and they weren't available so they just refunded me. And I've been I'm always looking at trying to find new 
ways to improve the everything I'm doing. I'm just looking at new ways. And I did some research about two months ago uh, saying that the cables, the D the XLR cables, you know, the 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 microphone cables basically. The one that plugs in, plugs into the mic and then plugs into the Zoom uh, recording studio. The better quality cables, the better sound quality. So I ordered these new ones and they came through. Uh, my neighbour picked them up for, or they were on my doorstep, so he, he collected them for me. I'll do the same for him when he's on holiday. And the um, I was kind of like happy they came through and I yeah plugged them in. All there was was no, they weren't physically. They don't. They didn't have a mouth, but you know that was the like the feedback static something that I was getting. And I was a little bit dis, but I was a lot disappointed because, you know, any, any little thing like that, that I try to make a difference, try to improve, improve the quality of the recording. And when it doesn't work or if it does the opposite, then I, I just, I just get Flat out, you know, just a bit, a bit, well, uh, because I've, I've got, uh, the set, the stars whistles, the setup, very whistly word, because I've got two cables instead of one. Uh, basically I've got the microphone attached to a booster box, then, which is a cloud lifter. Then I've got that attached to the zoom. So there's two different cables. So what I did is I took one of the cables off and put the original on. And it's working. So this, there must, there must be a way that I can do the other cable without it causing problems. But uh, we'll see. So for now, I've got one new cable coming from the booster box, the iCloud lifter, the cloud lifter, whatever, into the microphone. And then the old cable, which isn't old at all, but it's the original one, going into the Zoom recording studio from the cloud lifter. And it seems to sound okay. It seems to be sounding alright. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. I think so. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's going quite well. But I'm not 100% in it. So, as with all my 
most recent recordings. This really is a a tester. I'm just trying out different ways to hopefully get to a point where the quality of the, the content, the sound is adequate. Now I know some people ain't that bothered about the quality sound and uh, there's some people listening now that have listened for years and you know let's face it in the past the quality of the recordings weren't very good. I'm, I'm talking about the sound quality. The content was, I think, fairly good, I think. And I know that really the content is the most important thing, you know, from a, even though this is just me talking absolute rubbish for an hour. You know, it's, the content's more important, especially with the hypnosis sessions, than the quality of the recording. But saying that, I think, I personally think that the quality, the sound quality is important. And it took me years and years and years to figure out how to get the best quality and at the moment this is the best quality sound I can get that I know of and you know I've invested a lot in this setup time and research and you know I've really looked into it to see what what can I how can I do the best that I can do without without any real technical knowledge I've got no experience or knowledge of recording studios or and I realise it's that's just something that I could learn but you know in a way it's just me talking I'm not recording like musical instruments which I could well I don't play an instrument but if I could play an instrument I could record guitars and keyboards midi and uh, drums and all, all that kind of stuff I could have running through this thing I could basically make an album or record a live concert but it's not that's a weird noise but it's you know there's one two three four five six microphone slots so you know that six different things could be recorded at the same time but it's just me talking it's just one poison talking so you know what I mean in it you know you know what I mean it's just me. I mean, in my mind, I kind of think I don't need any of this stuff. Like, why do I need 
need all this stuff for? Just me talking. Surely I should just be able to talk into a old digital recorder and that should be enough. But it ain't enough. It's not enough. <laughs> it's not. And you know, I got the best microphone I could that I can afford to have. Um, you know, there's there's good microphones out there. This is a good microphone. It, again, it might not sound like a good microphone because of my settings, not my individual personal internal settings, but the settings on the the Zoom recording studio. So, you know, this, 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 this is still quite a lot to do to figure it out. But more important, really, is to get on and make recordings, new recordings, and not to sit here for the next two months studying musical engineering or whatever it is so that I can use all the equipment perfectly and have everything you know to the exact dimensions and but then 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 I'd be probably have to really start restructuring the walls to get the best quality sound you know and soundproofing and there's you know, it's like, okay. When I do have soundproofing on the walls, it's exactly where I'm sitting. But there's, there's more I could do. There is much more I could do. And for me, I'd rather not, in a way. I mean, I, I don't mind... You know, I mean, there's always more to do, and I quite like that. And there's like the a very vague goal when it comes to things like soundproofing. I mean, if I set up a proper goal in my mind and said, okay, well, I'm going to get this room soundproofed, like proper. Uh, sticking something like a, a carpet on the ceiling and putting a, the, the thickest carpet on the floor and getting some kind of material to block out the window while I'm recording so none of the sound from outside could get in. And so there are ways of doing it which would take a fair bit of time an investment to get that done. So it might take me quite a while to get, you know, to do that. It's something I'm still thinking about. It's, uh, it's what I was going to do. And I do need to get a new carpet. But the one I get, when I do get, I'm going to get a carpet room by room. I'm, I'm not going to do the whole flat in one go. So the first room would be the, the, the living room. Now I want to get a carpet as thick as the skirting boards. So, which is probably about 
three inches, three and a half, four inches thick, which should, and I basically want to get the most soundproofest carpet there is, or that I can afford. I have to save up for it, or maybe get it on credit or something, and it will be. Hopefully it should really make a difference to, to, well, I mean part of the reason is that downstairs can't hear me. Not that I'm a particularly noisy person, noisy neighbour or anything, but if they can't hear me then I can't hear them. Hopefully that works both ways. Not, and they're not particularly noisy either, so, I, you know, everything's groovy, really. But I would like to be able to block out the sound of the hallway area, because there's a lot of people that let door slam and stuff, there's a lot of door slamming. So, it shakes my, my flat a little bit, and it definitely echoes through, so I want to embed and stuff like that. So if there's a way of soundproofing my hallway, that's something that I'd be interested in trying to do. So, you know, there's a few things I'd be interested in. And also I've got this storage cupboard, which technically would make the perfect recording studio. It's a good size, just it's big enough. Not not huge, but it's a nice uh, size storage area, you know, for bits and bobs. But as a recording studio, I would need to empty the whole thing and stick a desk in there or a table. Uh, well, after beforehand, I'd need to to get it soundproofed. Now. I've got a neighbour who's a plasterer, so I thought about uh, like just like saying "oi" and just like asking him what his suggestions would be um, regarding soundproofing. And it's a very small space, you know, the the storage, very small, and whether or not. You know, plasterboard and, and then plastering and if he could do it, you know, actually maybe pay him to do it. Because it, it might be something that he's done before, you know, something that he's got experience in. So that, that's something I'm thinking about. The only problem with that is the storage room is very close to the front door. And again, I've got all those other sounds coming in. So I would need to have the door. I need to have the door um, soundproofed, which may involve putting a different door on. Uh, I'd also need to have, you know, carpet, a very thick, 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 thick soundproofing carpet. However, because it's such a small area, I mean, it'd probably take about 10 minutes to lay. 
and it wouldn't, even if it's an expensive carpet, it wouldn't cost much because it's such a small area. It's literally room enough to sit in. You could put two people sitting in chairs, like I'm talking table, you know, just like normal wooden chairs, not big things. And they could sit and talk. There's that kind of space. So, but it's great for storage. But there's enough room for probably three bookcases and then a few other little bits. Or if I got a chair in there and that takes up like pretty much 70% of the space. So it depends what's in there, you know. But that is quite bulky. So I'm just looking. The only thing is really... Doesn't doesn't appeal to me sitting in a a little room, especially not making like sitting for an hour in a tiny little room with no windows and just you know what I mean. I mean at the moment, admittedly, I'm just staring at the wall, but I don't have to. You know, I can turn around look out the window or I could put the TV on on mute or I can stick the laptop I put the iPad on and you know do whatever I want to do I just happen to be sitting facing the wall at the moment um, and I'm not really taking much notice of it although I am looking at it because that's the soundproofing which is probably why I'm talking about soundproofing there's usually some kind of reason why I'm talking about why I'm talking about I think I'm going to have a little drink of water Mm. now you may wonder how come he hasn't mentioned you know being on holiday I'll be honest I forgot about it It's just, I'm a, I'm a little bit, you know, once something's done, it's done, and I move on. I don't really think about it anymore. Uh, and these recordings, when I, I talk about stuff in the past, I go back decades. I don't necessarily talk about something that's happened recently. Um, so I might end up talking about Thailand, you know, in 10 years' time. And so, oh, by the way, that journey on the way back. <laughs> so, but I will talk about stuff. I will talk about what, you know, kind of happened. And, um, I mean, yesterday, uh, nothing like super sexy happened. But I traveled from Bangkok airport. The flight was Monday the 12th. I think is the right date. Monday the 12th at 10 past 1 in the morning. Leaving Bangkok. Uh, but it wasn't a one flight jobby. Like when I came, it was on one plane. Directly from Heathrow Airport to Bangkok. 
So that was, yeah, that was a one job. Going back, it was from Bangkok to Stockholm in Sweden. And then from Stockholm, another flight to Heathrow Airport in London. It's weird. It's in London, but it takes an hour and hour on the underground to get to Liverpool Street. More than an hour, in fact, to get to Liverpool Street. London Liverpool Street Station. So, and I got a taxi. When I got there, when I, when I left the journey to Thailand, I got my train to London Liverpool Street and then I got a taxi to Heathrow Airport and he, Heathrow Airport, it's not really in London. It's, 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 it's just miles away. It's not London. You know, you, it's just not. I don't care what it is. I mean, it's not Scotland, it's not Wales, it's not Mars, but it's not London. It's not London. Why do they call it London? It really is. I mean, it's a huge, huge airport. It's basically, it's, it's like its own city of planes. So yeah, um, so I was in, I left, I got a taxi to go to Bangkok airport at 6 p.m. Uh, a staff member in the, in the hotel booked the, booked the taxi for me using an app. Like an Uber kind of thing. Uh, and, uh, ordered it for six o'clock. It didn't, it got here about eight minutes past, which is fine. Um, I was running a few minutes late, so everything kind of worked out. I left. And then I got to Bangkok Airport, probably quarter to eight-ish. So it was about an hour and a half journey. So, so let's say nearly eight o'clock, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, one. So it's five hours. Five hours till the flight. Very, very long, very long waiting. It was, um, I, there's a lot of security stuff which takes ages. So, you know, by the time I'd gone through that, there was three hours waiting. Two and a half hours, you know, so it's, it weren't so bad, you know, it's just it a lot of faffing around, queuing and queuing and queuing, and then eventually, you know, the lounge wasn't open yet. I, I use the word lounge, but the area, 
the seating area for people waiting to get onto a particular plane was not open. So, now I had my chest infection thing, and I was coughing, and I noticed that people were acting a bit weird around me. Now, I don't know if it was the coughing, or maybe I just smelt bad. Because I'm pretty sure I saw a few people going, like looking around and I thought oh because I know that I let off particularly well I felt like it was quite a a soul cleansing fart Um, and that was at the airport I just you know when you just it just it just it just felt right but then I wasn't sure if there was going to be some kind of fallback from that. Uh, but, you know, I was never going to smell great after traveling for 36 hours. 36, 40 hours, something like that. That's how long it took by the time I got home here. Well, let's work it out. I left at 6 o'clock in the afternoon. So let's make it human time. Six in the afternoon, which would be um, twelve o'clock midday on Monday the twelfth. So twelve o'clock midday, I got home after five o'clock the next day so what is that 24 25 26 27 28 29 30 30 hours I don't know it's hard to work it out because of the time differences so There was a problem with the the flight because we went we got sent down to the departure lounge for the plane, but then a huge storm. Well, I said it was a, a storm. Uh, the, they didn't apologise until right at the end of the journey getting there. So, oh, we, uh, apologies for the delay of the flight, but we had a, a weather warning and it was a uh, monsoon or something, uh, which I thought was a hair moose. So I was watching this really torrential drought downpour and it went on for about two and a half hours. So the plane was delayed for quite a while. And then the rain sort of really started to stop and suddenly all these people were running around because we could see outside. They hadn't even loaded the plane with the baggage, you know, with the the suitcases. So all they needed was a cover. 
a roof. A bit of tarpaulin. Something. Some bamboo leaves. That just over that part of the plane where they where the, the trucks were going to come and then they could have loaded because they waited for it to stop raining before they did it so you know in a way when it's raining that's a good time to do stuff isn't it to get stuff ready so when the rain stops get everyone on or just get everyone on anyway the plane wait until it stops raining get everyone on the plane ready I mean I'd rather just sit on the plane and wait for it to take off and then as soon as it, the rain stops they could have just gone but they waited for the rain to stop and then it was about another hour before they took off because they had to load all the stuff on which was kind of interesting to watch the dynamics of it for some reason it was just you know it's very automated it was very clean and uh, fairly quick really I guess kind of but there was a lot of it you know there's a lot a lot 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 of it and yeah there was uh, there was a delay and then the flight from Bangkok to Stockholm. I feel quite pleased that I've been to Sweden. Although I didn't get to leave the airport. The same as with Dubai. I didn't get to leave the airport. But I've been there. I've been on... Well, technically on the ground. I'm in a building that's on the ground. Didn't get to touch the actual... You know, the tarmac or you know the actual or to touch any dirt on the ground in a sense but I've been to the country so I've been to Sweden been to Stockholm and it was kind of weird because you know you have these uh, cliches and generalizations and stuff I was in Thailand I saw a lot of Asian people because it's an Asian country uh, a lot of people that looked Asian nothing rude about it it's just because that's where we was I mean I was a foreigner and I looked like a westerner you know because I am but then I get off in Sweden and it's a big contrast and I don't think I've seen so many blonde people so many blonde women in there's a weird noise coming out of the microphone um, and I think I've seen so many blonde females in one place for some time and it was almost like a cliche you know like oh this is ABBA we're in ABBA territory 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 I tried to I tried to say a word earlier, and I couldn't say it. I couldn't not pronounce the word. What was the word, Jason? Well, I can't tell you, can I? If I can't pronounce it, that'd be rude. Oh, make a fool of yourself, please. Can you? 
it would be the first time. There's a weird noise coming out of the microphone. I've got my headphones on so I can hear. I think I can hear. <laughs> I think I can. I'm trying to use a, a microphone technique so I'm not talking directly into it. But who knows? I'm just making it up as I go along. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. So yeah, 12 hour flight from Bangkok to blah, blah, blah. Where was it? Uh, Stockholm. And it was a long flight. You know what people say, oh, life is very short. Time goes so quickly. Not when you're on a 12 hour flight, it doesn't. Time does not go quickly at all. It really doesn't. Well, maybe for some people it does, but for me, it really didn't. Even the two-hour flight didn't go quickly. And I don't have any issues with planes anymore. I used to be petrified of flying. Now, it's like taking a... It's like having a poo. You know, this is like nothing. Well, except it's not enjoyable. So it's, but the one thing I noticed, and because most of the planes I've been on have been big old planes, I got into this, which I can only imagine is, well, it's a small plane. It was a smaller plane. One carriage in a sense, you know? And it wasn't one of these big mega buses things. And I felt very squashed on there. I kind of squashed this together. This is the plane from Stockholm to London. And two hour flight. Which should have been easy. It was easy. It wasn't difficult. But it was still... It wasn't quick. But I tell you what it was, is, was, is, I tell you what it is, was, it is, was, is, when the plane moved, you could feel the plane moving. Much more, or I could, than the big plane. It really, when it turned right, everyone turned right. And when it was going up, you could see up the aisle you could see the plane was pointing that way and when it turned left the plane was pointing that way it's really strange I prefer the big planes (laughs) I do I don't want to be that connected to the journey you know I'd rather I'd rather just, I mean, it's not like with the big planes, there's no movement. Of course there is. And it's constantly up and down and moving. And, you know, obviously, because you're going 550 miles an hour, 700 and whatever kilometers an hour. It's, you know, 
40,000 feet in the air. Yeah, temperature's minus 50 degrees. So, I mean, that, you'd just be frozen solid, wouldn't you, on, with that temperature? It's phenomenal, really. It's absolutely phenomenal that I've travelled, you know, over 6,000 miles in a day. And, you know, the, the travelling, I don't know how many miles, an hour and a half on the taxi, I don't know how many miles that is. And then coming back, there was an hour, over an hour, to Liverpool Street Station. And then there was another hour from Liverpool Street Station on the train to where I live, the town where I live, and then another half an hour walking. So, you know, there's, there's a fair, fair bit of distance that I travelled. And... It's almost surreal when I think about, I just, I'm not a seasoned traveler and I didn't get on a plane for 20 years until recently. And I'll be honest, I wouldn't be that bothered if I never got on another plane. Although I have been invited to America by a lovely lady who's a dean of the university and she would like me to talk about what I do to her students. Um, She invited me to America back in 2019 and I said, yeah, sounds brilliant. And then 2020 happened and in 2021 happened, which, you know, uh, meant no travel and whatever during those two years. And I thought I'd lost the opportunity. And literally, uh, she sent me a message as I was waiting in the airport in Bangkok yesterday or the day before, whatever, I don't lose track of the days now. And asked me how I was and if I was still interested in coming to America. So I'll be speaking to her. Uh, just have to sort of figure out the, the situation. What? Because uh, I, I want to, whatever I'm needed to do or expected to do or the reason I'm going, I want to do the best if you know what I mean I want to if I'm I'm not I'm not going there for a jolly just for a, a break or a holiday it would be um, doing doing this I want to do something and make a make a difference or in some way so I don't know how so that's something that needs to be a conversation anyway so that that could be interesting and that could be I guess any time, I don't know. Not too soon. I'm not up for travelling right now. <laughs> I don't even want to think about sitting on a plane. Although going to America would be a much quicker journey. Uh, I think 
I think, maybe not. I think it's probably about six hours. I don't know. Let me check. Let's have a look. Um, time flight UK to USA. I'm not sure if it's going to understand the question. Time flight ick to use. UK. I suppose it it doesn't really make sense. Well, doesn't really. It doesn't make sense. What flight UK? UK to USA. Come on, that's it. Average direct flights is seven hours forty four minutes. Okay, so that's that's cool. Seven hours. That's pretty much well. That's one of the flights. If it's two flights to Thailand, so it's still a long flight. I mean, it's not. It's not an easy journey. Seven and a half hours. That's it's a long, long flight still. I mean, yeah, four hours less than a twelve-hour flight, but it's not four. Yeah, it's four. Yeah, nine to nine to four and a half hours. But I think once you get over. <laughs> Once you get over like four or five hours, it's a long journey. To me personally, anything over two hours is too long. For most things, including movies, you know, just two hours is. I think an hour and a half is kind of sufficient for doing anything. Any, any, most things, most. A lot of things. An hour and a half is enough time. But yeah, if you want time distortion, perfect example. Long haul flight. Time distortion. Because time changes, and I don't mean um, I don't mean time zones and. Moving through time, not that way, because that is time travel in a sense, isn't it? But we're all time traveling just by being alive. We're moving through time, aren't we? But as far as time distortion goes, I experienced it, really experienced it, and very, very slow. Very slow. So it was, it was interesting, but, but at the same time, how quickly time goes other times. For example, if you're spending time with someone that you really, you know, you're doing something you don't, just don't want it to end. Guarantee it'll go quick. It's weird, isn't it? But a way to not make it go quick is to want it to end. <laughs> but you don't want it to. But then, then you're not going to enjoy your time with that person if you're thinking, "Oh, I wish this would end," but then it would drag. And you look at the time. Oh, I wish it was three o'clock already, but it's not. It's 
132 and it's going to be 132 for the next 20 minutes so it's this I mean time distortion can be used it's, it's a hypnotic technique can be used I just find it interesting how when it naturally occurs like that it really really is real I mean I know it's it's not real but it is but it's not I know it's perception and but wow powerful powerful um there's not that often there's not that many times when you know I'm clock watching I don't I don't really take I'm not that bothered um even sort of waiting in a in a in a hospital for being seen or I don't care about the time if I'm gone to the emergency ward or if I'm waiting for an x-ray or something it doesn't matter to me because it's just not important uh, partly because I used to live in London and even in the 90s you know if you had to go well if I I went to hospital a few times and I was there for pretty much the whole day yeah, if you got seen before before five or six hours, you were doing well. You know, so I, I remember I went there once with a broken hand. I was actually healed by the time I got seen, which is a lie. So I, I remember those days. Now, it's going to be much more waiting in London than it was back then. And it's getting more like that here in, you know, in other parts of the country as well. But there was a time when, if you lived in a smaller place, you get seen quicker, and it would just—it wouldn't be it's like a couple of hours. Um, but I just—I don't moan. I, I would moan more if I was with someone. I think it's harder. This is a guess, but I, I imagine it's much harder waiting in an emergency in the hospital when you're taking someone else a loved one that needs medical attention or you think that they do you know it's like that's harder than when you need it yourself not physically but emotionally I think not in all situations again you know it's, it's just so many different variables to that but I just find it very, very difficult to, I, I think it was like when I, I phoned for an ambulance for my friend, for a few people, but about three or four to five times, and over the, the years, it never gets easy, it's never, it's never fun, obviously, but there's that, like, helplessness, you know, it's like, oh, I don't know what to do. I suppose I could get some first aid training or update my first aid training because I do have some but when it's when it's just me and I'm going and just for myself I, I, I don't I don't know that 
I don't really mind, providing I'm not in, you know, a lot of pain or anything like that, I'm, I'm happy just to sit and wait. But traveling, not so much. But you know, not normal traveling, normal traveling, if I'm on a train, even if it's traveling to the other side of the country and it's going to be, you know, six, seven hours traveling, I'm not bothered because I'm sitting on a train and whatever time I have to wait for the train, it's usually fairly easy to get a sandwich, a cup of coffee, something to eat, you know, uh, newspapers to read. A lot of train stations have got stuff there. And then... Once I get on the train, I might be on that train for the next four hours. And if I find a nice place where there's no one else around, I can stretch out and have a cleansing fart. <laughs> and then move the carriage. Uh, so, yeah, it's... You always tell when I'm on the carriage. Because from outside, you just see the window suddenly get all misty green... Fog. <laughs> oh dear. So. Right, it's time for me to go and have my breakfast. I didn't mention, did I? It was, it's now 7.25 in the morning. 7.25. It was 6, 6 o'clock. See, this hour has gone quick. For me, quickly, it's an hour and 15 minutes or something, gone quick. See, this hour on the plane, very, very slow, so slow. But then it's weird because sometimes, right, I will watch a YouTube video and it'll only last for like seven minutes. And it's a long video. Yeah, I've made videos and I, even if all I was planning to present to you was a story about, uh, I had my toenails cut. And that was the only thing. I'd struggle to fit that into seven minutes. The most basic of information. Honestly, I don't know. I might try one day to just keep things right to the minimum. But then that defeats the object, doesn't it? If I start doing that, then it won't be this anymore. It won't be let me bore you to sleep. It'll be... Facts. Fact. Oh, by the way, I've lost some weight. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Now, admittedly, I might have lost some weight before I went away because I haven't weighed myself for about two years. Or year, yeah, maybe over a year. So, but I'm, I think I'm about 95 kilos instead of being 100 kilos. And I did lose weight when I was out there. 
I probably lost a couple of kilos, if not more. It's groovy, isn't it? Someone actually asked me uh, yesterday, have you lost weight? And I said, yeah. Um, and I went to answer to explain, and then she had a conversation with someone else. This was from across the road. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, you weren't that interested, were you, if you don't want to actually hear about my story. I mean, I've got a story about the subject. You may be surprised to hear that not everybody wants to listen to me talk. <laughs> who'd have thunk that, eh? Who'd have, who'd have thought that not everybody would want to listen to me yabber on forever and ever and ever? So that is me done for the day. Well... It's not done for the day because I am going to make some more recordings today. Uh, let me bore you to sleep and maybe a daily hypnosis one. But right now, I'm going to go. Thank you for listening. Remember to be kind to yourself because you deserve to be happy. And be gentle. Please be gentle with yourself. And notice when you're not. Notice when you when you said something to yourself that's a bit harsh. We all do it. We all, you know, some worse than others, different times, whatever. You know, depending on how you're feeling. Notice though. Notice. And then just let that go. Just stop. Be gentle with yourself. So lots of love. And I will be back with another Let Me Boy to Sleep tomorrow. As well as making new other recordings. So thank you very much. Lots of love. <laughs>